Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live, live from Midco Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. If you missed last hour and you're watching live, go back, check it out. You can also download it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we kicked off a poll, a melee on the Twitter handle at We Are Live Radio. Had to do with uh, Andrew Luck and Death Row Records uh, <laughs> being purchased by Hasbro. Your favorite Death Row rapper of all time, Travis. It'd be Tupac. Mm. What's the plan with this? With this purchase? Hasbro purchasing. I think it was part of a bigger package. Hasbro didn't just went out and like it wasn't like the executives roll out of bed one more. I was like, man, I sure would like to get my hands on Death Row Records. Mm. I think it's part of a package that Hasbro just recently purchased for, I think, upwards around three billion dollars, and mm. I think the catalog. That is Death Row it's Records rolled is rolled into that. So it wasn't as if Hasbro was like, all right, guys. Got to have it. Got to have it. The streets need that. No, I think is uh, The monocled Monopoly guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, but Hasbro has uh, expanded. They are now a studio. Mm. Uh, so now they not only just create toys and brands, they also... Uh, now use those toys that they own to turn them into films. Are we going to see a rapping Mr. Potato Head? There's a very strong likelihood that we could. <laughs> they do own the... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the folks at Hasbro, though, they, they're making some serious noise. They are getting into the uh Is Hasbro, the like, what are their media toys? Field and so, like, Hasbro... You got Barbie. They own Barbie, don't they? Don't they own Hasbro? Is that the G.I. Joe? Maybe. I think G.I. Joe is part of that. Mm. Papa Bear will have to look it up, but mm-hmm. let's see on the Hasbro. Did Garden, you had website. toys as a kid, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, they do the Marvel Studios toys, uh, at least Spider-Man. Uh, oh no, here, explore Hasbro toys and games. Find all your favorite toy brands in one spot, including Nerf, My Little Pony, Transformers, and more. They've got Marvel, oh, yep. Play-Doh, My Little Pony, Power Rangers, Play-Doh. Transformers, Star Wars, Hasbro Gaming, Disney Princess. This is a lot. Uh, you want to hear the rest of their brands? Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, Beyblade Burst, Chomp Squad, Baby Alive, Drop Mix, Easy Bake. Ooh, mm. Easy Bake Edibles. No, we're definitely getting an Easy Bake movie. Mm. We're getting an Easy Bake something. Little we're Big Bites. We're getting Easy Bake. We're going to eat Fur Easy Real? Bake. Fur Real? Mm. Sounds like a video Travis would have hit under his bed. Mm. The Lock world- Stars, <laughs> Lost Kitties, Littlest Pet Shop, <laughs> Mighty Mugs, New Rebe- Rebel, Rebel, Nerf Rival, Play School, Play School Heroes, the Sesame Street. The worldwide toy maker announced the $4 billion Thursday purchase to buy British company Entertainment One, which produces animated kids shows as the very popular Peppa Pig and PJ Masks. Uh, but of course, uh, Entertainment One also owns the uh, Death Row label and its uh, catalogs. Uh, so yes, as Chris pointed out, Hasbro, which already owns My Little Pony, Monopoly, Mr. Potato Head, has said the company was looking to expand family brands and television production with the purchase. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to be rolling out anything family-wise from Death Row Records. But, yeah, Entertainment One was the owner of that, and now it belongs to the folks at Hasbro. Big blurred, shuffling across the street. <laughs> Nothing but a street thing, baby. Hey, what a year, what a year headlines. Mm-hmm. I think if, like... Of all, like, this 2019 has provided us with some of the most sensational headlines that I honestly believe that if someone said January 1st, 2019, the, these are the headlines of the year ahead, you would have been like, okay, yeah, from The Onion. 
Mm-hmm. You would have never thought that these were real headlines. Yeah. If you had to go by Hasbro purchasing Death Row Records. If someone said that January 1st, 2019, you'd have been like, ha ha, good one, bro. Well, don't. There's just more proof. Like, no, Sounds like nothing's two different. And every, a lie. Yes. Nothing's yes. different and everything's the same and it's all ending. <clears throat> That's fair. Excuse me. Jesus, Scott. That was the most Russ Gardner's Cole? ever resonated with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about ever. to say, like, look how he perked up when you said mm-hmm. that. Goes, oh, the end is nigh. Nihilus Chris. Okay. <laughs> Societal arc. Uh-huh. Slipping down. Walking off into the sunset. Slipping down. Mm-hmm. Now, no you say down. that. Now, we say that, like, it's been a whirlwind of headline topics. So, we see Hasbro, uh, Hasbro, excuse me, purchasing uh, Death Row Records and its catalog. But does that compete with shooting nuclear weapons into a hurricane? Mm, I think Ian Ziering uh, worked on this one, right? So in another turn of events, there's a rumor, uh, sources are saying, that over the past few months, the President of the United States has met with officials. And during some of these meetings, when they talk about preparing for the upcoming hurricane season, uh, the leader of the free world suggested... Perhaps shooting a nuclear weapon at them. And believe it or not, coyotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's, a, here's an excerpt. This is behind the scenes. This is from Axios. During one hurricane briefing at the White House, Trump said, I got it, I got it. Why don't we nuke them? According to one source who was there. They start forming off the east coast, or excuse me, off the coast of Africa as they're moving across the Atlantic. We drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? The source added, paraphrasing the president's remarks. Asked how the briefer reacted, the source recalled he said something to the effect of, sir, we'll look into that. Trump replied by asking incredulously how many hurricanes the U.S. could handle in reiterating his suggestion that the government intervene before they make landfall. The briefer was not back on his heels, the source in the room added. You could hear a gnat fart in the meeting. (laughs) People were astonished. After the meeting ended, we thought, what the fuck? What do we do with this? Trump has denied this has happened, by the way. Um, But this is a report from Axios. And I would appreciate, if this is true, if the president would stop stealing from my script for Barricane. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. How long did that take oh, you there, no. Gardner? It's not mine. This is somebody else. Apparently oh. others are already on to Barricane. Oh. oh. Yeah. So you got some executive producers out there, yeah? Yeah. People have been on to it for a little while. I mean, like, when I first mentioned it, or when I mentioned it here several weeks ago, was not the first time I had okay. Okay. come around with Barricane. It's, that idea has been around for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but please, yes, stop borrowing from my script to possibly incorporating your policies <laughs> more surprising and i know i'm i'm dipping back into the uh, to the andrew luck topic we're in trouble <laughs> we're alive oh, fucking boy. trouble oh, boy. ask a man in 1990 in may of 1993 more likely scenario in the near future mm-hmm. of 2019. You right. know, we'll be 19 years into flying cars by then. Mm-hmm. Again, we're talking to someone May of 1993. Right. Um, more likely scenario, um, there's a digital platform where the whole world can speak on that O.J. Simpson, since having murdered two people, criticizes an NFL star for making a decision about his health. Or 
the President of the United States is Donald Trump, and he has suggested nuclear war against hurricanes. I think it's the... Point. I am the chosen one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Which one? You have gun to his head. Oh, it's definitely the president because you don't ever in 1993 knowing what we knew of Donald Trump. I don't think we would still in good graces with OJ. He's you've just rented a Hertz rental car because of his friendly face. Yeah, yeah, I would say the the, does my phrasing work? Yeah, I would say Trump still. If I'm putting myself in that year, right? Yeah, but but then he was a caricature at the time and not hated. No, but I don't right. think people so would have ever thought. Which is why you would, could think that's still a possibility. Right, okay. and I don't think everybody. Like, oh, that guy. Yeah, sure, he'd say something silly like that. Uh, well, I feel like though. But you like, would think of it as different. But right? you would think you would never think like even in 1993, you would have never thought Donald Trump would be president. I don't know. Like I think no, the idea, think not, and not to think that people would. I think you would have been like, okay, but you would have definitely been like, the Jews ain't murdering anybody, and this talk to the world thing, yeah. and him no. The, no, but I, not the juice. I think I think nuking the hurricane part though is what gets you. Which officially oh, okay. the juice no, criticized Andrew Luck on Twitter. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The nuking the the hurricane part. I think maybe if the, you you're right. Maybe at, the President Trump part maybe wouldn't be so weird because he I don't was. Think it would. But I think the nuking the hurricane if part you, is yeah, what's that's going true. to. If you add hang that onto it, then it becomes more difficult. Yeah. to believe. Yeah, because at the time he was a playboy slash right. like he's a goofball. So you can see people going like, "I vote for him." <laughs> but did, real estate I? person, and you know, you'd even had Reagan, who was an actor before that, who people wouldn't. You know, you're not going to think. Damn that, it! Reagan also crazy. ran a state. No, I know, but they, you could say you've got. You know, twenty plus years to make up. Yeah, in between, it, it makes it harder when you throw in the nuking a hurricane, the nuking the hurricane part, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's it. And that, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to do with that information. Like, I think people were getting upset at the mass media yesterday about not going extensively into this alleged comment from the president. But at the same time, what do you do with that information? Like, you know, Congress isn't going to do anything. You know, and no one's from the Pentagon is going to actually speak up. So it's almost like it's just out in this, like you just, what do you do with it? It's just out there that the president probably actually said in a meeting that we should send nuclear missiles into a hurricane to prevent it from making landfall. uh So I think, like when you hear that, I think the thing that's scary to us isn't that it was a crazy statement. It's that there's literally shit we can do about it. The problem like it's is, pr- we know it's true. We know it's probably happened. I do have the Fox News reaction. Oh, do you have I'm it? Sure have you right. guys seen this? I've not seen. It. Oh, is it actually one? they're super upset about it. They said, "Well, why didn't anybody say anything when Obama said Allah could stop hurricanes mm. from hitting the U.S.?" Mm. That's a question we need to mm. think about long and hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that mm-hmm. did not happen. I just made that. He then suggest. I need to clarify <laughs> that. I did not. Uh, yes, please do. He then suggested they put together an armada of fan boats to turn around and blow the opposite direction of the hurricane. <laughs> no, they did Remember, didn't. kids, there are no dumb ideas. Oh, boy. Black Sheep feels bad. He needs to clarify. He made that up. I okay. like I'm glad because I was just like, did he really say that too? Was that added on? Yeah, y'all see them big ass fans. That's the brand. They got them in the bars, the big ass fans. Now, if you just get like 70 million of them and put them on top of the White House, we'll be fine. I like this from Edgar Wright. Well, okay. You cannot nuke a hurricane for obvious reasons. The resulting shockwaves could reverberate into space, shatter the phantom zone, and release galactic criminals into our atmosphere (laughs) who may (laughs) then try to invade Earth. I can't believe this is even a discussion. Thank you. (laughs) 
Did Neil deGrasse Tyson give a real breakdown of what would happen if you if you did a, a nuclear bomb into a hurricane? Well, it depends on where you do it, because then you could have radioactive bears then involved in that hurricane, and then you have a barricane. Mm-hmm. Comes full circle. How's your um, snow globe bear from Lair Dog? Thanks, Lair Dog, once again. He Very said nice. he did see your short, stubby little fingers flip him off, so thank you for oh. that. Well, they're not that stubby or little. I can't. I can't do it. I okay. can't. Speaking of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trumpy Bear, keep your tiny little hands off my script, okay? Let's knock this off. Okay. So now we have it. Uh, well, good, good stuff. Do you want to see that OJ video? States. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so OJ okay. Simpson, I guess. By the way, if you are in a fantasy league with OJ <laughs> Simpson, Guys, yeah. you're absolutely so wait, so my suggestion, the biggest pieces of shit <laughs> in but all of America. Come on, this is the juice. This now, is, I, I, I look. It's one thing to put up with his dumbass antics and his videos, but people are still actually socializing with this man. You people should be he, sick. Does he openly sick, man. like to like his three members of his crew? Does he like joke about and or acknowledge that he did what he did? Uh-huh. Oh, there's no doubt. Then there will be a turncoat situation where he's on video laughing about it. He's like, and then I went, <laughs> like there will be that situation. My thing is like also. Yeah. Considering how it worked out for him last time, I hope he's doing a better job at vetting the people that are in his circle. Oh, after the um, Vegas. Uh, but again, people are spending. And who who are these golf courses letting OJ on their golf course? Marlaro. What are they going to do? Nah, that's yeah. a good point. Oh, nah, good shit. Damn it. You're right. Sense. Not bad. Uh, Here, here's OJ after the uh, Andrew Luck retirement announcement. Okay. Here you go. What do we get there? Or report, I should say, at this point. Andrew Luck, what did I do to you? You, you, you could have retired an hour and a half ago before I picked you in my fantasy picks. I mean, what did I do, Vic? I've been a fan of yours. Why would you do this to me? So Andrew Luck, so now he has I Doug did. Gottlieb breathing down his neck, and here comes OJ set to murder I have a solution yeah. for the Gottlieb thing. Remind me to I did back to that. tweet that video at the Las Vegas Police Department mm. and said, thought you should know about this. Thank you. Thank nice. you. Appreciate the heads up. I thought it was fully fair mm. to do. Yeah. Um, you know what would have been great? They didn't I, respond, but I know they're at least, they have to be aware of what's mm. going on. And A part of me is happy that in that video. extra call just because of that. I'll be happy, Travis. I, I think the best part about that video, I was just happy OJ didn't slip on a pair of gloves. How Funny would that have been if a oh oh Andrew Luck you was mad I can't believe uh-huh. you did that man why did you retire uh-huh. an hour ago and just start sharpening the blade like, oh, man that is so Christ, crazy do you think he do you think he gets booted for terms of service on if Twitter uh, sees that if no. he does any sort of inclination he's probably in, you know he's probably invited to the next tech summit at the White House now. I did suggest this online. One Michael Gaines backed me up on it, said he would pay full pay-per-view price. Okay. Did you guys ever see the show? It was on MTV2, and it was actually a partnership with Strike Force Fighters, which Strike Force then got bought out by the UFC. Tyron Woodley started there. I have not Michael seen Chandler. Show. So it was called <laughs> Bully Beatdown. Okay. So what they would do is they would take real dead serious MMA fighters, and then they would take two people who had a fake or real problem, like, my roommate is always hitting on girls that I bring over. I want you to take care of my bully, Tyron Woodley. And then you put him in a cage, and there's a crowd. And, you know, you, there's little markers where it's like, if you make it through a round without quitting, you get cash. If they don't, your person who you were bullying gets the cash. 
the fighter does it on behalf of them. And there's right. pads and everything, but it was still kind of fun. Uh-huh. Does Andrew Luck get to do to be the bully, or does he get to be the fighter in a bully beatdown situation? I don't need Doug Gottlieb getting his his face crushed in by I Andrew Luck. Mind that I all. do though. I wouldn't mind some uh, some light uh, ego bruising in a situation like this. Do a bully beatdown w- style smack around. See, but I don't think Andrew needs to though. Oh no! But I would just somebody enjoy else? it. I'm being selfish. So somebody else would do it for Andrew. Or no, no. Oh damn! No. See, that's what I was saying is. There are consequences when you don't have Twitter and uh, five states between you. Yeah, and Andrew, Andrew Luck would Andrew gets Andrew to Luck go is a travel giant the world man. now and not yeah. have to even worry about. Okay, so you people. want to bring in a fighter on Andrew's behalf? Yeah, that's okay. what I would do. Yeah, all right. I've said I've, I've had a similar idea before. I've said that. Plus, he's got injuries. I don't need him getting hurt. Okay. with that crap. So you Andrew need Luck bring, in a nice suit. I, I do. I do think there should be yeah some type of severe consequence for. Bad takes that challenge the manhood of professional athletes. Like, it's one thing if you're going to critique a guy's play. I think that's always fair game. But I think to your point, if you're going to be a Doug Gottlieb or Dan Dockage, there should be ramifications, physical ones, where Why? if you challenge. Oh because that's the only way people learn. I like the when only people, way people learn oh. to shut their fucking mouths about oh. things they know nothing about is when you get punched in the mouth. I'm sick and tired of people. Bully. No, I am. You I'm, are a woke bully. You're gonna bully Andrew Luck? Are you gonna sit up here and chastise this man who's literally given his freaking kidney to your organization, to a sport, to a game? We ain't talking about life. We talking about a game, and you sitting up here challenging this man's manhood? Who are you, people? So yes, I choose violence. Nope. Is that what Cersei said? Sure. I choose violence. That's what I want. I'm with Chris. Hmm. Let's start bringing oh, in bruisers. Let's start bringing in ninjas. People who say stupid ass man things to challenge another man's manhood. If you gonna do it, you gotta stand here, up and physically be better, called out. Here's a better way to put it. If you're going to walk that Amen. line like a Doug, Doug Gottlieb, and use our own reptilian instincts to get riled up about certain language and ways that you're talking to us, then we get to act on some of those things that you've then now opened. If you open that door, you now get to potentially suffer consequences to of that. To challenge and then to, then to oh, blame it on millennials. Because millennials, first of all, y'all going to stop picking on millennials. Y'all going to get enough of that. Look, hunting season on millennials is over. Y'all done had y'all fun. Yes, we, no. we've killed everything. We've gotten rid of everything. Shut up. Pussy-ass baby boomers oh. ruined the economy, ruined the climate, oh. ruined, ruined, ruined the housing market, oh. ruined Wall Street, and you sitting there pretty talking about, oh, millennials are so soft. So sick and tired of you boomers. Let you push your ass down some steps. Next time I see your ass, I ain't saying excuse me no more. I'm parking in your handicap spots. I don't think God Guess think- what I'm going to do? I'm going to put your milk on the top rack. I bet Gottlieb's a Gen X. It's escalated. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. That's right. Mm. Sick of this. And no, I'm not going to help you with the Wi-Fi password, uh, baby boomer in the coffee shop. Nah, you so bad. Oh, we beat, defeated the Nazis. All right, then defeat this Wi-Fi. Well, let's Holler see. at the Wi-Fi then. Now, now do that. Back off immediately. Yeah. Oh, okay. that. Man, I may have gone too far. Maybe look at a different generation, I, 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 too. I, I, may, I, may, yeah, I may have gone too far. I'm generation yeah. X is with Doug Gottlieb. So one individual has made so, you go after an entire... Yeah, I watch out, Gil. I kind of went a little bit too far. Climate change deniers. I apologize, too. They like to interact. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tom broke all. How that goes. We can say thanks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. That's what we can do. It's raining today, but there'll be other places this week throughout St. Louis. Buzz's Wine Grill. Check them out on Facebook. Their location each day is posted and you can go and enjoy some musubi, 
some uh, mocha loco, some wonderful, wonderful poke. Get the spicy stuff. Say hello to Buzz and the gang at Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Other event coming up I want to tell you guys about Farmington Fall Festival. Travis, you love it. It's a uh, brews, blues, and barbecue festival. And Murphy's Settlement. That's right. Guess who's emceeing? Carly Lawrence. Oh. That's right. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. They've got music from up here. You want to know who they are? Who? Uh, Our friend John Henry. Familiar with him? I do know old John Henry. Tungsten Groove, Funky Butt Brass Band, Mm -hmm. Marquise Knox Band. That's huge, by the way. Marquise Knox absolutely tearing up local, regional, national scene for blues. It's the best thing you can think of to do. September 20th and 21st. Barbecue competition, uh, chicken, ribs, pork, brisket. There's barbecue winners, Travis. All kinds of different things happening. It's presented by Karsh Family Dental. It's Farmington Fall Fest. Brews, blues, and barbecue. Only an hour south of here. It's an easy trip down. I bet if you brought your own, they would be down with the freedom of it. Yeah, that's right. So check it out. Farmington Fall Fest. Brews, blues, and barbecue. Cannot say enough good things about this uh, uh, this event that's being put on. It's craft beer, great food, and uh, really great music as well. So check that out online, FarmingtonFallFest.com for more information. Now, Gardner, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but okay. you did tell me that you do receive my direct messages on Twitter, and I often send you things when yeah. I'm, you know, four or five bottles of wine deep mm. and so prophecy i, I yes I, so prophecy stuff? so i am um, so yeah i <laughs> i wish that was good new york wine let me tell you about it uh-huh. but no there was a video i sent you over the weekend okay. uh that blew me away because we talk about bad you know entertain we talked about bad films last hour uh we we often forget the very bad tv shows also of the 90s and they're were a ton and this one popped up on my feed on the timeline over the weekend and i certainly wanted to share it with the audience this is what was the name of this show where's rodney where's rodney who i'm curious what rodney could they be speaking of Mm -hmm. here you go (laughs) oh god what a childhood i had my mother breastfed me through a straw man took me to the zoo they thank her for returning me yeah, last week i looked up my family tree two dogs were using it that's the story of my life no respect jane daly's in there when i'm feeling yeah hold on wait hold on this is good Oh, I'm trying to find oh, we're not done. Look who it is. Ah, Rocket Rocket Fire! Yeah! That's awesome. Oh, this song is terrible. Amy O'Neill. What's Amy O'Neill in uh, Jay Thomas? Jay Thomas, that's hilarious. I think O'Neill was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You know, Neil was the uh, daughter of Honey Ass Trunk. So, yeah, where's Ryan? That's uh, the pilot episode. And apparently, so the, the show that was it. The show was about a kid, a 12 year old kid who was a, apparently a huge Rodney Dangerfield fan. Whose who, name was also Rodney. Whose also name was Rodney and could summon Rodney Dangerfield at random moments throughout the show. Like a genie? Yeah, like a genie. And Did Rodney would come out and help this 12 year old huge Rodney Dangerfield fan with whatever life lesson he needed to learn yeah. that day. That was it. So, yeah. Don't ever tell me, boy, hey, Rick James was right. 
Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who, was the, who was the? Who was? Oh God! How terrible was that? Rodney. Not only where's Rodney, but then you had him shoot one-liners in between the bars. How bad was that? So wait, Thea Vidal. I recognize her. That's Thea. What was her TV show called? Thea. Yeah. How'd the How'd the thing go? How'd the opening? So I, I watched I don't that show. That. Uh-huh. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Thea. Maybe. I don't know. I watched sure, that show. Not? I don't remember. But what? That's, See ya, Thea. That's they would up. always say that. They say that really? See know. ya. I, I barely. Thea? How, many seasons, how many seasons of Thea friends. did we get? We got at least one. Maybe one. Oh. Nine, they one up. One. But they, there should be a section on Netflix or whatever streaming channel where you got, they should be called a, a genre called one and done. Well, apparently, the, like the, this the, pilot, like the people that wrote the pilot, they don't even have an IMDb credit, it seems. Jesus. From what I was reading. Now, I don't know how old the story was was reading, and I this didn't fact-check anything, but that's what it was saying. This is giving Because you sent me down a change. rabbit hole with yeah, this. Yeah, I told one. you, man. I, look. Or as you like to say, wormhole. Thank you. Mm. I prefer worms. Mm. They don't get enough love. Rabbits get all the craze. Yeah. I got all the love. Director John Squiglia. Which one's that? The director. Or uh, Where's Rodney? Yeah. Where's Rodney? He worked. Uh, he worked on. Okay. So Where's Rodney? All in the Family, Sanford, Archie Where's Bunker's Rodney? Place, Silver Spoons. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. His career but, stopped after. So can we say like all the greats have that off season? Like they had that. Like every great has that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because I didn't realize Rodney had that in his resume. Oh, he did a lot. I mean, dude. Yeah, and then, look, I'm not saying every Rodney Dangerfield project feels like. He did Ladybugs. Don't you, don't you. Actually, Ladybugs is one of those movies I would sit through probably. There it is. Thank you. What's that rated? That's got to be at least a 30. Don't look at it. Okay, don't. All right, cool. Damn it. I love Ladybugs. You didn't like Ladybugs? Because I had the kid? Yeah. Did he? He was a rising star. He's in a lot of stuff. He was. Never in any story part two. Oh, wow. He three. did? That's sad. That sucks. I didn't know that. Well, they keep making those movies, don't they? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in the title. That's what I'm Where's Rodney? <laughs> By the way, no, when was the last time you saw a white Rodney? This girl's dad, I know. Yeah? Oh, that's and good. And he's in his 50s. Mm. Where does he live? South St. Louis. Uh, makes sense. Now. He used to be in a particular organization. No. Okay. Where, did he, he grow use, where, did, he, where did he grow up? What do you think? How would I know this person? Okay. Murphy Settlement. Murphy Settlement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes sense. Where's Rodney? No, yeah, no you can't really judge the show, though. You never saw the episode. Maybe we should watch it. We like can find in, the, it. in Midcoast Media? Where yeah. Where's Rodney? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's one episode. Apparently, I was reading some uh, literature oh, on the show, and um, they thought Dangerfield did pretty well in it, but he's not as integral in it, like he's not the main character, because he kind of makes appearances, hmm. but they thought his presence dominated the show, so... That's it's exactly Rodney Dangerfield! They thought they could take a very simple thing, get a bunch of cheap kid actors... Toss it yeah, in, yeah. sprinkle some Rodney on Sounds it. Sounds about right. Let the mm-hmm. magic happen. Hmm. I just, I, like all pitch processes aren't the same, and I would imagine, again, in the 90s, the standards were certainly different. And the big networks, they had room to put out a bunch of bad 
<clears throat> content because no one was going to challenge that. Like, like networks, especially in the early 90s, mid 90s, they would put out a there lot of no, content. Yeah. It there, was, were no, there was no competition. Right. Now. Right. You couldn't. Right. Yeah, there's too much. Uh, speaking you, of entertainment. Uh-huh. Big weekend for you. Black Panther. Breaking Bad. Disney Plus. Cornucopia of goodness for Marvis Morell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Overload. Uh, and I apologize to my, my cohorts who I sent many messages about what was taking place at the Disney Expo in California this weekend. Mm-hmm. But it was indeed a cornucopia of just amazing, amazing content news. So we learned about Black Panther 2, which is, hold on to your butts, three years away. So there it is, May 6, 2022. It'll be a summer release. So we imagine there's going to be a ton of anticipation about that. I actually read recently that Coogler just actually submitted his first draft if you will to uh the executives at disney for black panther so it looked like they're well on their way uh but i'd imagine they probably won't begin filming this baby for another year and a half so we got news about that we got news about disney plus and some of the shows that'll be coming on the platform so as we know you'll see of course all the great brands that disney currently owns like pixar and marvel Star Wars, National Geographic, you'll probably also see a lot of Fox content, things you used to see maybe for 21st Century Fox, Searchlight. Um, you'll probably maybe see some FX content on there because Disney also owns now FX and FXX. And they also rolled out some new shows. So we're going to see, of course, things like this. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Now, <laughs> this I did not expect. I knew they were going to, of course, roll out their Marvel shows but this was the one that caught me by the the happiest surprise because it makes sense jeff goldblum deserves a tv show mm-hmm. and considering that the last thing we saw jeff goldblum and was a marvel film a disney product it makes sense that they would give him his own show he was absolutely magnificent in thor ragnarok he almost stole the show and jeff goldblum is just a fun character like someone made the point that they think jeff goldblum is just an alien who's doing a very awful job of being a human mm-hmm. And so, but he's just, he's just one of the most delightful human beings presently on the planet. So Jeff Goldblum doing anything is just a smart move. I think that of all the shows that Disney's rolling out is the one where I went, Eureka! Mm. So that's one of the shows they're going to roll out. Uh, They're going to also, we got news about your boy Kit Harington. He's going to join the film, The Externals. And he is going to play, it's a Marvel film, and he will be playing Black Knight. You'll be the Black Knight. Say word? Yeah, so Farmington's finest will be in this movie. Farmington oh, High Black, Black Knight. Knight. See, I was go. like, oh. Kit Harrington. See what I did? Not, uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, no, people wait. speculated they thought he was going to be Wolverine. But Is that not fair? He goes from you know wielding a sword in a mystical land to wielding a sword in a mystical land. Typecast? Is that typecast? Just a little bit. I think but the I check, think, I would take the type. Uh, yeah, I would imagine that. And he's too. five foot six, and we've... Convinced people he could uh, yeah. battle with the Giants. Yeah. So Rodney Dangerfield took the check for Where's Rodney? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Similar money, yeah, from what sure. I uh, I can gather. Oh, huh. inflation. Cost yeah. Of living. We you. also learned that we're going to see uh, some of the Marvel franchises spin off. We're going to see a She-Hulk. That is going to be a Shulk. P- or a, a, a Shulk. Shulk. Is that mm-hmm. what we're calling it? Whole she. <laughs> uh, there's a new film that will be hitting uh, the holidays as soon as the streaming service is available called Noel with the um, with our good friend Bill Hader mm. he is playing Santa Claus 
uh, Bill Hader is uh, the heir to the Santa Claus throne. Mm. And so uh, he doesn't really want to step into that role. He Can wants to do his own thing. Keith Morrison with a cameo. <laughs> in this place. Mm-hmm. Please. Uh, Disney had so much fun. So they're doing, there's a new film they're coming out called uh, something cruise. Jungle Cruise with mm. Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I think if you want to get two of the bigger actors in the world mm. and throw them in a jungle, I guess, and call it Jungle Cruise. I saw that. What is it? Ballers had their season five yeah. premiere last it, night. Yeah, we got to get into that too. And uh, I, we should touch on it real quick here. Yeah. Just because I was curious, it was curious for me to find out, and I had no idea about this. But Elizabeth Warren is a huge Ballers fan. She's a huge Ballers fan, and the season premiere of Ballers, The Rock is reading. Clicking that mouse to the Elizabeth. Rock. No, but this is apparently this, The Rock apparently paying homage, or at least the writers mm. and Ballers are, because the character is reading Elizabeth Warren's book. Yeah. Episode, mm. uh, the season premiere of <laughs> Ballers. It's kind of weird. They're it tweet- is very weird. They're that tweeting a, back and forth. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it? very odd. Maybe Elizabeth Warren. Smart maybe Elizabeth part. Warren is telling us. She's found herself a running mate. Now, I'm just throwing it out, though. Oh, you ain't beating Warren and The Rock. That ain't that is a that is a 50-state ticket. That you win in 50 states with that one, baby. You're going to be really disappointed <laughs> with The Rock, who he would choose to run with. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so we also learned that we're going to get uh, little, little Hillary Duff is returning. Mm. Lizzie McGuire reboot. So Lizzie McGuire TV show is now going to be a part of Disney+. Plus. Um... We also learned that Disney World will add a new attraction in 2020 called the Avengers Campus. So you're right. Maybe Tommy could ride that for another wish. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) He just walks up with a punch card. Hey, I'm still alive. He was texting me yesterday. He was at the DeCoin. I'll say the Illinois State Fair in DeCoin. Of course he was. And he was running a puppet. He was controlling Jesus. a puppet. He was sending me awesome. pictures of this puppet he was controlling mm. while he's eating a corn dog mm. and all this other stuff. And we, well, next time we have we'll a man, we have to get into this most certainly. Uh, Disney, uh, to this morning, they rolled out the new trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. We got a preview shot of Emma Stone as Corella DeVille in the new film Corella. It's going to be centered around her. Uh-huh. So Emma Stone's going to play the infamous role. Uh, we learned that Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey are teaming up for the next big Pixar rollout, uh, which is called Soul. Apparently, Disney's going to jump into the musical mm. with uh, the Pixar. Then we learned that Pixar Disney's going to pr- introduce Onward, which is going to be starring your boy Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Uh, Disney was just on one all weekend long. Some great photos. If you go to the hashtag um, D23 Expo, you'll see some of the... Really cool project that Disney apparently is going to roll out with their new streaming platform this November. Hmm. And folks, even here, we got Lady and a Tramp, a uh, live action film that's also coming our way. So Disney uh, didn't, uh, they didn't hold back this weekend. Uh, we got a little bit of a glimpse of what's under the umbrella now. We saw the Simpsons interacting with Marvel characters. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we learned a little bit more about the whole Sony Marvel fallout with Spider-Man. It looks like it's officially over between the partnership. So, so it looks like Sony will now retain the rights of Spider-Man again. And it looks like they're going to try to start filming on the next Spider-Man movie by next spring. So if there's going to be something done, the parties have 
about four to six months to get it taken okay. care of. So there's still a chance that he could return to the MCU. They also had the Legends Ball where they honored uh, the original cast of Mulan and, of course, the great uh, Robert Downey Jr., who, of course, uh, basically anchored Marvel to the behemoth that it is. If it wasn't for Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau's Iron Man, uh, Marvel probably wouldn't have been sold for nearly $4 billion to Disney. So uh, it was really cool to see him. It's, I think he has one of the coolest stories. I don't obviously know Robert Downey Jr. personally, so I'm speaking from a fan standpoint, but he has one of the coolest stories that I think you have ever seen for an, for an actor or a figure in Hollywood. Somebody who who was incredibly talented, very young, comes from a very art family, and then all but ruined his life. He could have ended up as one of those 90 tragedy young actors uh, by the grace of God and the help of mature family and friends. He was able to get his life back together. Marvel offers his olive branch to get him into Iron Man, and the guy's now the most bankable actor in the world right now. He was now. good in Zodiac. He was very good in Zodiac. He's a very good actor, and I've said this before on Twitter I don't know your thoughts on it, but I think he should get some attention come award season for the job he did in Endgame. My so? personal, my personal opinion. I, I, don't, I don't know that if it'll happen. Should, I, mean. I, I just thought his role. I thought he in a in a cast of very good actors and a very good story. I thought him, of course, as Tony Stark stood out, and it makes sense. He kind of carried the entire franchise for the last decade. Now Disney had all this news, right? Yes, sir. A lot of good news. A lot of exciting news. Yes, sir. And in particular, they were detailing a lot of what's going into this Disney Plus streaming. Yes. Um, Netflix responded. Oh, they did. Over the weekend. Oh, they did. Here oh, did they ever. They saw the writings on the was like, okay, a lot, a lot of people talking a lot about Disney Plus. Netflix mm -hmm. said, it's our turn, son. And boy, did they come with it. I don't know what to tell you. I said like 500 times already. I have no idea where he is. Don't know where he's headed either. North, south, west, east, Mexico, the moon. I don't have a clue. But yo, even if I did, who wouldn't tell you? Because I've been watching the news, same as everybody else. I've seen that little cage of his they kept him in. I heard about what all they did to him to make sure he kept cooking. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. No way I'm helping you people put Jesse Pinkman back inside a cage. Oh, Lord. El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Netflix original. This is going to be in conjunction with AMC. Uh, AMC will also air it on their network as well. Uh, a, a couple of Easter eggs in that trailer. I don't know if you saw the photos on that wall in the interrogation room. It is the fallen police officers who were, of course, killed in the final season of Breaking Bad. Your boy Hank and Steve Gomez on the wall there, honoring the officers who were murdered by the cartel during the final season of Breaking Bad. So this has apparently already been filmed. It's complete, and it's going to air, I believe, October. It's October 11th. So we're very close. So we're going to get a Breaking Bad movie. This follows up uh, Jesse Pinkman. I always do that. Uh, Aaron Paul's character in Breaking Bad after he leaves the compound, which he was, uh, which Walter White came and helped him escape. And the last we saw of Jesse was him driving off in that El Camino down the road, screaming uh, that he has now been free. According to Viz Gilligan, who, of course, is the show creator and showrunner of Breaking Bad and, of course, Better Call Saul, 
uh, this will almost immediately pick up. It will talk about uh, apparently there's a manhunt uh, and there are other cartel figures still after him and Jesse essentially trying to get what's left of his life back. So I geeked. I don't know about you, but this was a great rollout because we heard last week Bob Odenkirk say, oh, I'm surprised people didn't know this. We're done. We finished filming a long time ago. So Was that planned, do you think? Probably. I would imagine so. But the date, like to his point, he said they had done just a very good job at keeping it under wraps. A lot of people didn't even know that everyone had gotten together and already done their part for this upcoming film. But it definitely got folks excited. I tell you this, at the time, it couldn't have been better for Netflix because these streaming platforms are coming for their throats. So this was a good move. Travis, if you're going to pick one, if you were forced to pick one. Oh, boy. Disney Plus or Netflix, what are you going with? <sighs> oh, boy. I got to stick with the Netflix right now. Wow. Netflix has a track rec- record right now. Like I'm not House saying of, that Disney House of Mouse is who House you, of Mouse is strong. Worship. I don't I don't House of Mouse I I I, I think their shows are going to be fun. How's that mouse dick taste? Oh mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh Good wow. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't oh. even know how to respond to that. I know. So I'm taking the Netflix. Yeah. I, I said Netflix. <laughs> Why are you going to bring a mouth penis? Mm. But no, I think and that's because yeah, they right now for my current sensibilities, not that I don't love Marvel, but I like, I love Breaking Bad. I love those kind of shows. I love The Queen. I'm looking forward to that coming back as well. I, they, they have, look, Netflix has high quality programming. If you're going to come for The King, you best not miss. So if Disney, I think it's great that they have all these types of content, but they're going to have to hit. They're going to have to be quality. That's one thing Netflix, you know, I know they haven't, I don't think they've, I don't think they're in the red. I don't think they're still in the red, right? I don't think Netflix has actually turned a profit. I, if I, I understand I, the numbers I'm so correctly, so confused. Yeah, at, I agree. At how they do that? How, obviously, there's a lot going on. Right, there. but nevertheless, we know Netflix as, for the most part, That's producing high quality content. When you pay the Obamas millions oh of dollars. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. This is going to be interesting. I'm very excited about this Breaking Bad project. I I, I love Vince Gilligan. I think he's the definitely one of the best top three writers right now on television. I think what he's done with Breaking Bad and now Better Call Saul is just absolutely Who are the unfair. others? <sighs> I would probably say you got to go with Shonda Rhimes. She's giving you Scandal. She's giving you Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is going until like, I think their 17th season. Is and that then, long for them now? Yeah. It's I remember I bought minute, man. a like, girl. I think it launched like 02, 03. I've never seen an episode of that. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, yeah. I bought a girl a Stupid a popular. Still, still popular. For uh, Valentine's Day in 2000. Seven, yeah. six, eight, yeah. and I was like, "Well, this is probably going to end soon." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought then it was like, "Well, surely this can't be much more." I didn't realize it's been going that long. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, but I am. I, I love Breaking Bad. I love the writing. It's just, it's. I don't know. It's. I, I, I for a long time we talked about The Wire and the before Game of Thrones. Um, which unfortunately fizzled at the end, so I, I can't put that now in the yeah. at the top anymore. Yeah. It's, I think The Wire still holds that, but I think a show that consistently challenges The Wire, and some people still say it may be better than The Wire, it was Breaking Bad, and it was just it was just one of those shows. Like, have you have you, have you seen any of it? No. It, it's your it, here's the thing. It's it's really your kind of show. That's what I've been told. Yeah, it's your it's right up your alley. It's quirky I've enough. I've seen one episode of Better Call Saul. That's a that's even more your show because it's a it's a guy that's 
willfully self-destructive. Mm. It's right up your alley. <laughs> In there. <laughs> oh, he's, he's doing things that are going to absolutely just ruin his life, and he has no reason for doing it. There are six municipalities or cities jail cells that would agree with that. Mm. <laughs> so it was a fun So weekend. there's no worry at all for the Breaking Bad thing. You think it's not? You're worried about it maybe tainting it. I trust. I trust. Could not have ended better. It could not have ended better. But if you're, I've always said, if you're going to do it, as long as you're bringing back the parties. So Vince Gilligan is on board. It's Mm -hmm. his story. It's his characters he created. I'm game for it. I said the same thing with The Office. I'm game for The Office being rebooted in some way, shape, or form. As long as you have the original writers or the people who made it pop in that writers' room. That's the only way it works. So I trust the writers. They've already shown that they can do a great spinoff with Better Call Saul. And so I trust them with this. And again, God, you, you do kind of want to know what happens to Jesse, right? A little bit of you kind of wants to know if he, because man, they, oh man, they ruined that young man's life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so heartbreaking. That was such a heartbreaking final season. So good. It's so good. Gardner, get on Breaking Bad. Uh. Gosh, man, I got other stuff I'm trying to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, um, before we get out of here, Travis, you were gone Thursday and Friday last week, right? See, si, senor. You didn't get a chance to opine on something. Uh-oh. Battlehawks. What do you think of the St. Louis Battlehawks? Well, I love it even more now than apparently this new Reddit theory that when you turn the logo upside down, it reads STL. There's no theory. It's the real deal. So I love that. And there's there's an arch arch. on the outside. I do like that. I love the logo. I love the name because it fits with the league. It's the silly XFL. Why are people getting so hung up on the name of your mascot in a league that's created by a guy who created professional wrestling? Why are you trying to make Andrew Luck fight someone when Mm. he could just go travel the world? Uh, St. Louis should just be happy. They're going to see professional football in 2020. Okay. Just be happy about it. And you're going to see folks with that fitted. You're going to see folks out with a jersey, a couple t-shirts. It's not a bad logo. But like I said, it's the XFL. Who's going to lose sleep over an XFL logo? No one. This league is not even going to be probably open by 2021, Mm -hmm. or at least in existence. So enjoy for what it is. Mm -hmm. St. Louis has got to relax. Now, clear to engage. I saw that. I saw on the billboard coming into work, actually. And okay. Oh, they got a bill. They got billboards out now. They're already up on the billboards. So, yeah. Shout out. Like I said, I think if the folks over at Boeing, I would imagine they should somehow find a way to get in on this. And they've had a relationship with the Dome in the past. So I would imagine. I don't know if there's going to be a major sponsorship deal, but if I would imagine someone who's leading their sales department probably has made a phone call or two. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But um, good for them. I think the colors are cool. I I think the coolest. Who's who's the Who's the one that you guys say of all the, the rollouts of all the mascots? What you? They looked the worst, that, or yeah, or the best. Anyone stood out to you? No, no. They I all, like the DC fake. Defenders one. Yeah, that was that was yeah. That was I the like, most creative. This may come as a surprise to you guys because I enjoyed New York Guardians. It's something about New York, about that mascot that I really yeah. resonate. Uh, well, yeah, we'll whatever. pocket that. Okay, uh, this Thursday. No, but by the way, though. Michael Gaines uh, reporting, according to a source, that Andrew Luck will be the quarterback for the Battlehawks That'd be awesome. in their first season. Uh, Thank you, sources. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. This Thursday, we have a brand new Happiest Hour comedy series kicking off, thanks in part to Jack Daniels. Oh, my God. In partnership with them, we've got an amazing lineup this first week. Uh, if you're in the Grand Center downtown area or want to just swing by, 
Specials start at 4 p.m. It's a true happy hour experience, guys. Happiest hour comedy series in partnership with Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey and then also Schlafly Beer Specials uh, start at 4 p.m. this Thursday. It's Sophie's. That's on the second level of our building, the Dot Zach building at 3224 Locust right here in Grand Center. Bringing the most talented comics in St. Louis, special guests from around the country as we move forward in the series each Thursday, Sophie's Artist Lounge and Cocktail Club opening its doors for free. Drink specials, great food. Very show, first show, uh, we'll have Meredith Hopping, Nathan Orton, and Jovan Bibbs. Comedy starts around 6. Feel free to come have a cocktail after work, before the show starts, we'll see you on the second floor of the Dot Zach building this Thursday. We'll be there. I'm excited to get this kicked off. It's a cool concept. We've got some amazing people lined up over the next uh, six months to be part of the show. So thanks again to Jack Daniels for making that possible. Travis, anything you want to hit before we get out of here? Don't forget, boys and girls, if you're in the Seattle area this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to Seattle this weekend? I'll be in your city. That's right. Good Travis is heading to the Pacific Northwest. Watch out, whales. Watch out, Seahawks. I see you, Russell Wilson. Travis is coming to your city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really f- afraid. I'm very, very afraid because I do want to go to the nice, what they call the, the Space Needle. Yeah. yeah. And I also would like to go to one of their fine coffee shops called the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I would like to, I've never, I would like to try that out. You should, um, tell me what the scooter seems like. Up oh, there I will. I got, actually, I got jealous on my smoke break at the top of the hour. Saw a guy coming out of the apartment complex right. next to us, like the gated parking lot. Right. Comes out. He's carrying something, and I'm like, "What's this guy carrying?" He's got like he's all yellow, like rain suit on. He sets down what he's carrying, folds it up, mm-hmm. unfolds the handlebars, and it's a, it's a scooter. Woo! Off, and I'm like, "Oh, I better get here soon." Ah, uh, yes. Because I just got jealous. Yeah, you did. And I want to talk to you and see <laughs> if we should hang out. I'm curious. I wrote several jokes this weekend about black people in Seattle. I hope it works. Do you know the Seattle scene? I, well? I do not, but someone, <laughs> but I, I do not. I don't know anything about the Seattle scene. That's the thing. Like, I think I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm really going to have to figure out what works um, in Seattle. We interviewed a guy who is on his way to blowing up. He's got a lot of credits who to is his he, name. Chris? Do I know him? He came with Langston well, Kerman. And I don't his know name him, is man. Jack Knight. Remember mm-hmm. him? We had, Langston, we had Jack Knight on. Mm-hmm. He's been on a bunch of stuff. He's from Seattle. Careful. Oh. I'll be stepping on black comics. I'm very, so very, I'm very excited to go. That's my first time to uh, the state of Washington. I was so really impressed when it. I went up there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have. Uh, I, you know what? Yes, I have friends that are on the Seattle Seahawks. I probably will hang out with them. Uh, you actually uh, might know someone though. I have a couple of Mizzou guys who uh, I know who you've who do, never uh, talked to. Oh, okay. No, I actually do surprisingly. Like every blue moon, ain't like I'm up here just calling. No, but them every it wouldn't be day. weird if you're like, hey, what's good? No, not at all. All right, I'll believe you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Justin Britt, Seattle Seahawks Center. Hmm. Okay. Well, guys, it's been a great show. Big thanks to uh, our friends at Getaway Carts, to uh, Tommy Bannister, our uh, other friends that support the show, like Tech Electronics. Tech Electronics, yeah. TechElectronics.com for more information. Hillside Animal Hospital. Hillside Animal Hospital. Fix your damn animals today. They are a big support of our show. Every Wednesday, we have Dr. Ed doing dogs on film, and it's International Dog Day, so... Give them a shout, Hillside Animal Hospital. Oh, Hospital. let me say hello to all my dogs and friends. Wee wee, wee wee, hold on. Wee wee, wee wee, wee wee, wee wee, wee wee. They're saying yes, yes. For International Dog or Day, yes. Wee wee. That's yes. 
That'll do it for the show today. Uh, big thanks to everybody for uh, jumping on board for all the fun. Subscribe on iTunes. Share wherever you can. Organic growth That's in right. that ass. Let's go. We're back live tomorrow at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.